0: Well, good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenn DeGeek in Ocala, Florida.
2: And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, December 16th, episode 3081, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World.
3: Hi, Jamie. Hi, Glenn. This is Nicole from Knoxville, Tennessee, and I just wanted to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I have a little... Uh, attempt at a song for you guys. So I hope I love you like the horse. it. <clears throat> here comes Jamie, here comes Glen, next on HRN. They've got lots of horsey talk to keep us coming again. We'll hear from vets and even trainers to know how to deal with our horses. So let's say thanks to HRN for making us sane again. <laughs> We love you guys so much. I hope you have the best holiday season.
4: (laughs) Oh,
1: this is (laughs) sweet.
0: I love the horse winning in the background. She obviously did that in the barn. That was terrific. Thank you, Nicole. That was Nicole that did that one and one of our terrific auditors. We really do appreciate all of you. So today on the show, we're going to have a lot of entries. So I'm going to play five or six songs and poems for you uh, on the show today because, as usual, everybody submitted them last minute. They were all due in by yesterday. (laughs) So they all came in at once, and uh, we only have so many uh, episodes left in the year to play it on. So we're going to play a bunch of them for you today, and I can't wait for you to hear some of them because let's just say some of your horses, Zeus uh you and farm boy might be mentioned again
2: oh my god i had a dreamy quit last night i woke up in a panic
0: (laughs) you were sweating i was was
2: like what just happened oh my god yeah so that's that's what i dreamed about by the way if i sound stuffy let me tell you why I was like, I need, it's cold up here in my office and my desk has like a glass top. So it's always, if it's cold, it's like 12 degrees, you know, your arms stick to it basically. And so it's so cold. I put on, I went downstairs and I grabbed my polar fleece jacket and I put it on and I'm sitting here and as I'm talking to you, I'm looking down and there's so much hair. Why does polar fleece? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it the most comfortable, best material? And it is just the worst material for horse people or dog people or cat people because it is like a hair magnet. Yeah. And all of a sudden a I'm hair like, and hay <gasps> magnet. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> hair, there's probably some of that in my pockets without a doubt. Um, but yeah, I I love polar fleece. Why can't they do like a polar fleece type material that repels animal hair and shavings and hay? <laughs> <laughs> Polar fleece on the inside, plastic on the outside. God, that's genius. Write that down.
0: We're going to make a million dollars.
2: I can tell you wrote that down. You wrote it down so fast. I did. I I I just think that's a
0: winner right there.
2: Just really, I thank you for the support of my (laughs) brilliant
0: ideas. No problem. You've had a few over the years. So, the other thing going on in today's show is we have farrier Michael O'Reardon coming to us from England, and he's going to talk about his book, All Clenched Up and Nearly Finished. So, uh, he's been a farrier for 50 years, and he he wrote
2: Oh, know, the book. drama, <laughs> you must know.
0: <laughs> so, why haven't more farriers written books? Because I feel like they all could have a book. I really do. So, I can't wait to talk to this guy. And we're going to do our final batch of really bad ads for the year, and I have good news for you, Jamie. They're all recorded by our listeners. Every one Yay. of them. So, we don't have to do much work. We're just going to hang sit out here today, and laugh. Do, do nothing but enjoy you guys entertaining us for a change.
2: All we're going to do so. is sit here, listen to you, and I'm going to sneeze and
0: blow my nose. That's it. That's that's it. what's <laughs> going to happen today. In the meantime, let's do some Daily Whitties. <laughs> well, my Daily Winnie is just one of these. Happy Happy birthday to Auditor Charity Dorn. Now, I got a question for you. With the name of Charity, are there expectations? Are you required to be nice and friendly Are you like and a charitable? Grinch or are yes. you super generous? <laughs> yeah, right. I think that name goes one of two ways and there's no in between with Charity. I love the name, though. It's pretty. So, happy birthday to you, Charity. We hope you're the nice, friendly kind. And I'm sure you are. And now my Daily Winnie won't play. <laughs>
2: Oh, daily when he goes out too. Sorry, I was trying to breathe, um, to, you know, I had that clinic a while ago where I, I did a, the Monty Roberts introductory course. And I had a couple of our auditors actually participated in the clinic and one was Monica Raymond. And, uh, I think she saw a need. So I have told you guys, I love the weather beta blankets with the high neck and I bought anytime they're on sale, I buy them. Well, for some, Unknown reason, every time they go on sale, it's the same dang color. It's all so blue. The, it's all <laughs> the navy blue blankets and they're all in different sizes. And so anytime I put one on, I've had to like write a name in the front, you know, and like, I, and I think she recognized the need and she sent me for Christmas, some blanket tags, just like little zip tie things with names on them. So you can actually, uh, well, that would be I, handy, I actually. live the brand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty handy. So I just want to say thank you for sending me that. And then the lovely letter you wrote me.
0: Well, very good. We appreciate all of our listeners, and I have to say that I think—now, this this is mostly for the auditors, but I have to bring it up in the main show. So the other day, we, we do a post-show every day for our auditors. Those are the people that help support us and donate like uh, uh, as little as $3 a month to be part of the auditor group. And Jamie's convinced, or was convinced—I think she her mind has changed now. We're going to find out— That nobody listens to the end of our auditor show because pretty much after the regular show is over, it's fair game on any topic. And most of the time, it's not horses. So the auditor show is just stupid.
2: Like we talk (laughs) about nothing, it's just, yeah, nonsense.
0: Well, apparently. At the end of the show Wednesday, Jamie, very end. I mean, we had talked for like 20 minutes in the post-show about TV and movies. And at the very end, Jamie said, if anybody's listening to this, please post the word Wednesday on the audio. Because we page.
2: talked about the new show Wednesday. Yes. Huh,
0: are you convinced now by the number of <laughs> Wednesdays that we're posted? I just want
2: to know how many times I've embarrassed myself thinking nobody's <laughs> listening. Because I was telling Chad that what well, we did and I was like, there's another Wednesday post. <laughs> like all these people kept posting Wednesday. Like I was like, that's frightening. People listen to that nonsense. Uh So yes, I am. I am convinced that there is a very dedicated, hardcore group of people. Like the podcast I listen to, I don't listen to the end because it's too long. And I kind of run out of time. or I get my stalls done, you know, and like, I just go to the next day, next time. So, but like the, y'all are for real, like this y'all are, <laughs> Legit. And
0: apparently they don't care what we talk about. That's the other thing. So, uh, yeah, they, they listened. And there's still posts going up this morning that say Wednesday on them.
2: Oh my gosh, that's too funny. That's too funny. Y'all are awesome. We, we, you know what? We appreciate it. We should get the post show sponsored. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, we should. Well, actually, they sponsor it. So that's that's, that's, true. that's, that's true. part true. of the deal. I also wanted to mention for the auditors that we are having Monday night. We're having a WTF episode. Uh, that's an episode where we get together with one of our listeners who actually is a therapist. And Helena and Nikki and I get together and we answer your non-horsey serious life questions. And for some reason this time of year, There is a few. So we're going I did a post in the auditor room if you have a non serious or a non horsey serious life type question you know, marriages, work, uh, barn drama, you can put those in that post and we will cover, cover them on Monday night. Everybody was asking for a WTF before the holidays. So you're going to get one. So that's uh, for the auditors. If you want to become an auditor, just go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the auditor banner at the top of the page. And you I mean, you get can extra
2: content, you get extra prizes, it's, and the people
5: that do it are pretty cool. So He was her first love. The one that started it all. He taught her how to master the posting trot and navigate her first hunter course. They spent hours together exploring the trails and hanging out in the barn. His name was doodled on every page in her school notebook. His coat gleamed in the sun as he met her at the gate each day, snuffling for a treat. From the first time she saw him poking his head out of the stall to the last time she patted him goodbye, He was, and always will be, her everything. This love story is brought to you by Nalox Advanced, providing complete support for a healthy digestive tract, which reduces the risk of colic and digestive upset. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today.
0: Well, coming up next on the show, we have Michael O'Riordan, and he's a farrier out of the UK, and he wrote a book. And I don't know why more farriers haven't written books, because I feel like they all have stories. But he's been doing this for 50-plus years, and we want to talk to him about uh, what he's encountered along the way. Hi, Michael. Hi. I. So, yeah. 52 years yeah. as a farrier, usually farriers are done in 20 because their backs give out.
6: Yeah, well, I've been quite lucky. My back hasn't bothered me too much, um, <laughs> apart from the odd back ache now and then. But other than that, I'm my back's okay. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I, I bet you you have stories to tell, and that's what the book is about, right?
6: That is, yeah. All the stories, what have come out of the stables, um, the stories, what are hard to believe, but they happen... And I've talked to other farriers, and they can relate to a lot of the stories as well. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, give yeah. us some examples yeah. of some of the really weird, crazy ones.
6: A, a really re- weird one. Uh, right. Uh, let me see. Um, well, I had a lady. She was um, only in her late 20s. And. She would be mucking out her horses, you know, at the stables, and that, and she looked as if she was ready to go out for a night out every time I went. And I thought, well, oh, oh, it's not up to me to say how she dressed, but not many people dress in 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 the best attire to go out. Anyway, uh, she paid me well. She had. Um, uh, about 10 stables she had five horses of her own and she had five uh, other people's horses. One day I went when her part-time labor a uh, part-time girl couldn't be there and she said to me she had to leave for an hour or so. Would it be okay shoeing on my own. All well, these horses were fine to shoe they were, they were the, the setup was absolutely brilliant. Anyway, the phone kept ringing in the tech room, and I kept answering uh, for her. And one of the messages was, um, oh, could I speak to the lady in question? And I said, I'm sorry, she's gone out on business. She's on business. And the man says, are you there on business? And I said, well, yes, I am. And he said, oh, I'm sorry to have disturbed you and run off. Oh, by the time she came back, I'd got a a load of phone calls and I realized what a profession was. Oh, (laughs) and and all I can say is, I suppose I got paid in immoral earnings, because it paid me well.
2: (laughs) Immoral earnings. (laughs) So so she's ready to go at the drop of a hat, yet she probably shows up places smelling like the stable, like, like.
0: Horse poo. Well, there's all kinds of fantasies, yeah. Jamie. All kinds of fantasies. That's
6: true. <laughs> yeah. People in UK yeah.
0: are pretty kinky like that.
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, you know that that is one of the many stories. What I had, and also I had. Um, I, I see now, um, like with the Facebook and the other various, they have problem with payments. And um, I used to put in my van. Uh, use my easy credit plan 100% down and nothing to pay each month <laughs> <laughs> and um, the other one was uh, the bank manager doesn't shoe horses and I don't give loans <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and uh, I think we've all heard the excuses why uh, we, we can't be paid at the end of the job um, and this goes into another story where one man told me that I had to invoice him every three months, and that's when he paid. That's his terms of business. And I thought, well, I'll tell you my terms of business. My terms of business is when I shod the horses, you pay me there and then. And he said, well, what happens if I don't? And I said, well, if you said it like that, you better pay me before I start then in cash. <laughs> and I made him pay me before in cash before I started. To show his horses, and that was the best thing I could do. He we went bankrupt a few months later, <laughs> and yeah, yeah.
0: So, um, so, so Michael, thinking. I got a question for you. This is something that's come up, and we've been doing this show for 12, 13 years. And something that's come yes. up is is our <clears throat> some of our listeners, which are mostly female, yeah. really think farriers are hot. And so, the, I want the real truth. Do farriers get hit on a lot? Do you get hit on a lot?
6: Oh Christy, we've we've we've, um, had all sorts of things come at us, yes, like that. (laughs) Um, um, When I was a teenager, uh, before I got married, uh, I went to a yard, and uh, the girl the girl grooms had got a little cottage to live in, and there was three, and they said um, we're having a party Saturday night, and I was with another farrier, and we thought it was just us and these girls. So we turned up, and all these girls had got boyfriends, (laughs) and nothing was said about boyfriends. (laughs) (laughs) And, 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 um, yeah, but there was, uh, uh, you know, uh, a lot lot of. Things happened in stable yards, <laughs> you know. Not not so much with me, but with other farriers, I could. <laughs> I, I, I know these things happen, sort of thing. The only way I would say I got hot was when I was taking making the horseshoes in the in the forge. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: So, but did, yeah. you said you're married, right? So, how did you meet your yeah. wife? Did you meet her because you were shoeing her horses?
6: No, now my wife's accountant. <laughs> was accountant.
5: <laughs> She's smart. Yeah,
6: yeah. you're but, a smart man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, uh, uh, yeah, there is. Um, there's my, uh, in in my book. There was a um, a farrier, Andy Speck, who. Well, he was a little bit younger. We we started business together, um, and we were in business for two years or so and he's, he's well he got married and again jackie wasn't really horsey his wife and he he wanted to move further away so we split the partnership up he went his way and i went mine and we're, we're still friends to this day and he he's still working a little bit he's nearly 70 but is still working, not a lot, There's two sons of farriers now.
0: I have one more question for you. Uh, the book is called "All Clenched Up and Nearly Finished." So, tell us about the yes. title.
6: Well, the last part about shoeing a horse is you're not the clinches over, but I think in in the u in the USA you say clinches, right? And in the yeah. in the UK we say clinches, and. it and, and that's the last part of chewing horse. You clench it up. And the nearly finished is, when you read the end of the book, I went to live in Cyprus for 11 years in 2004. And then you'll find out why it, it was nearly finished because I thought I'd finished chewing horses in 2004. And then I went to Cyprus for 11 years. And over in Cyprus... Um, when the um, they found out I was an English farrier with qualifications, um, my name went all round Cyprus and even into Northern Cyprus, and I started work again, <laughs> shoeing horses in Cyprus. Um, the, the farrier situation there was if somebody's uncle had shown at somebody to shoe horse the night before started business next day as a farrier. <laughs> and, and and by the work, we look at the work, you didn't really have to be horsey to realise that they weren't very good. And um, and uh, that's that's why my name went all round Cyprus. I was an English guy with qualifications and yeah I started work again for eleven years. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: nearly, I, finished. I, I was, nearly finished nearly uh, finished. I'm gonna be uh, done soon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm finished now. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna sell yeah. you a few new books now. Uh, hopefully, before the holidays, oh. this is a great Christmas gift. The name yeah, of the book, you. the name of the book, is all yeah. clenched up and nearly finished. And it's Michael O'Reardon. We'll put a link in our show notes. Thank you, Michael, for joining us. We y- appreciate y- it.
6: Y- yes, it's it, it, the book is got Michael O'Reardon on the front.
0: And, no. I, and I'll put a uh, picture of the cover in our show yeah. notes, too, so everybody can see it. But you have
6: a good holiday, yes. okay, Michael? Yeah. yeah, same to you. And I'm pretty, thank you for talking to me. All right, uh, take I care. I really enjoyed it. Yes. Thanks, Michael. Right, thank Happy you. Christmas. Right. Same to you.
0: Same to you. Thank you. Right. Well, there you go. He, I bet you there's some stories he didn't put in the book.
2: That was a pretty spicy one. He told us about the lady <laughs> in the... <laughs>
0: Mm, I didn't thing. see that coming either. I didn't see no. that one coming. <laughs> I really didn't. Well, wintech you know, are you generous and always thinking about others during the holidays? Well, maybe if all your holiday shopping is done, you've got everybody else their gifts. It's time to think about you. And the way you can think about you is getting yourself a new Wintech saddle. Whether you've never owned one or like Jamie and Jennifer who've had them for over 20 years, this is your year to get one under the tree. From dressage to jumping to riding trails— that there's a durable, easy care Wintex saddle to suit your horse. Wide, narrow, doesn't matter. That's the nice part about Wintex saddles is you can adjust them to fit. Uh, So the Wintex saddles easy change. Fit Solution means you can simply change the gullet to suit your horse's unique shape. Go ahead and give that special person in your life a hint with a link to your favorite saddle at Wintech-saddles.com or head to your nearest retailer and spoil yourself. You know, who doesn't want a saddle under the tree at the holidays? And especially one that's easy to take care of and you don't have to immediately apply leather goop to it. So that's perfect. Easy care, easily done. Go to Wintech-saddles.com. Dot com. And we're going to be giving away our saddle, The fr- the free saddle giveaway is going to happen on Wednesday show for everybody that entered and the entries are now closed. So thank you to the hundreds of you that did enter. We appreciate it. So l- I saw a picture last night before we get to our entries, you were out and about yesterday.
2: I was out. I've been out in about the last two nights. I complained to my husband that I never leave the house. And then he was like, well, I have a surprise for you. Let's go somewhere. And he didn't tell me where we're going to go. And we went to a place called Chickasha, a little town called Chickasha, Oklahoma. And uh, that's the town that wants to be known as the Christmas capital of Oklahoma. They have this huge light display um, that you drive through or do what I did, which is make my husband pay for a carriage ride. And so Luke Lucas, Chad, and I all got on a carriage ride and went through the Christmas light display. It was so cute. They had like a little Ferris wheel that Lucas rode, and they did, it was really neat. And then I was like, you know what? (sighs) Something about this place seems familiar. I don't know why. There's something here in Chickasha that I've talked about on Weird News recently. So I Google Chickasha Christmas, and up pops. The leg lamp. Do you remember about a month ago, I did a story about yes. a guy who had built, he was like the original leg lamp guy and the movie kind of stole it from him. So he built this huge leg lamp and they installed it in Chickasha, Oklahoma. And you can see it from the freeway. Apparently I noticed, Um, but it is a, so I was like, we have to go. It's five minutes from here. We have to go. Chad's like, are you, do you want to go see a giant <laughs> lamp? leg. Yes, I have to. I have to live my truth, okay? I've got to make sure. I'm doing these stories. Let's see if they're real. We drove over and by God, it is bigger than I thought. It is a huge leg lamp from the Christmas
0: story. It's a lit up leg lamp, too. It it has multicolors and it changes. <laughs>
2: it's got like LED lights and it's sitting on a giant box that says Fragile, you know, the, like the movie. And I thought this is like, Lucas, do you remember this in the movie? And he's like, what movie? Oh, oh, my God. I've never, never showed my Christmas kid. <laughs> he probably has when he was really little because I watched it. But no, we haven't watched that movie at all. So that's what we're going to do this weekend. I is wonder watch- if
0: that holds up for kids today.
2: I didn't like it when I was a kid. I thought it was pretty creepy.
0: Yeah, and mean. I always thought it was mean. <laughs> yeah. Was
2: like, <laughs> so I don't know if it'll hold up or not for a youth, but uh, for a use, but I, I, I don't know. I never liked it myself, but now as I'm older, I appreciate it because of the nostalgia of it, which is nostalgic of like I watched it when I was a kid right. and didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they have a giant leg lamp and it's huge. It's like, I mean, it's like 200 feet tall. I mean, it's ginormous, ginormous. So that was fun. And then last night, I went to an art exhibit. Okay. Let me Google it so I can give you the name. Okay. It was a Van Gogh, Van Gogh Interactive... Thing. Okay, I'm good. Van Gogh exhibit. It's called the Van Gogh exhibit, Oklahoma City, the immersive experience. Okay, and the tickets are expensive, and so it, it it talks about there's like gift shop and there's a venue and it's immersive Van Gogh experience and and it looked like online there was all these rooms you kind of walk in there's like the paintings are kind of brought to life. And so you you walk in, everything looks so like interesting and unique. And so I, the, the tickets were $50 a piece. Whoa. And that was for the four o'clock showing. I was 40 with like $10 in fees. So um, I asked Chad to go. And he was like, that sounds like a Larissa and you thing. <laughs> so I call Larissa. She's like, oh, my God, I saw it on Facebook. I really want to go. So we go. And so you walk, you, you get there. And you have to show your tickets. It's all hush, hush, you know. And you walk into this one room with no chairs and just a floor. Oh, if you're a VIP and you paid $100, you got a seat cushion. That should have been a clue. So you walk in. They're like, "It, it starts over every 30 minutes. I was like, what? So we walk in the room, and it's just a giant room in a convention center where they project moving Van Gogh art to And there's really loud music, and the paintings are all over, like, all four walls, and they they show the same thing on each wall, so it doesn't matter which way you sit. And it, like, changes and moves around, and the music's really loud, and you're sitting on... You're either standing or sitting on a floor. Was it a a film, or were there actual paintings? It was a film.
0: You paid $50 to go see a film you could have watched at home on your TV?
2: And there's no... There's no like story. You know, when you go see Cirque du Soleil and you're like, there's a story in here somewhere. But I really wish they would have told me what the story was before I came in. It's kind of like I was like, I'm sure there's a story here, but I don't know (laughs) what that story is. We walked out and Larissa looked at me. She's like, are we in agreement that that was a complete waste of time and money? And I was like, "Yes, we are." <laughs> <laughs> they have like a day going coming. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna like go to all these art exhibits and like call, get some culture." I was like, "This is it. We're just sitting on a floor." So, staring what was at interactive
0: walls. about it?
2: Not like nothing. It was projections <laughs> and music.
0: I I thought maybe you'd have paintbrushes and paints, and you know, you that was what made it interactive. You were going to paint along.
2: Uh, immersive they call it you oh, immerse okay. yourself into the art and i thought well it'd be like you walk into like a starry night room and you walk yeah. into this self portrait where you go into all these rooms. no it was one room and it was like a 30 minute movie on all four walls
0: okay it
2: was the dumbest thing i've ever spent money on in my entire <laughs> life and, and 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 the thing is it was packed it was packed yeah because so of the way I they sold not- it I am not the only sucker. And I was like, thank God you wanted to see it. And not, big. Thank God. I didn't bring Chad. Oh yeah.
0: You would have never have heard never the end of it.
2: Done anything with me ever again. I mean, I just, affected I was just like, we're in agreement. That that was like a ginormous waste of money. Right. I'm like, yes, that was terrible. I, I didn't like even the, the big painting story started. I'm like at the end, they're going to have to like make the whole room that. Nope. They had like a couple swirls of the painting. Not that.
0: Well, I have something that is more entertaining than that. And
2: nothing stood still, kept moving. It was just awful. Yeah, entertain me. I am just, I am, you know what? We went and had a nice dinner, and that was money much better spent.
0: <laughs> well, how about we have our listeners entertain you? Because I think some of these are pretty entertaining. Uh, okay. So we have a bunch of entries we have to get through because we're running out of time this year, and all the entries came in this week. Yeah. So um, Carol Carter sent this one in. She's one of our terrific auditors, and let's See what she had to say.
7: Merry Christmas, everyone. This is Carol Carter from North Carolina, and this is an adapted poem that I found from Net Posse. It's the night before Christmas, and Jamie's out in the barn blanking in horses to keep them all warm. They're eating their dinners, tucked cozy in stalls, not aware that it's Christmas or any day special at all. They dream of spring pastures from their pine scented beds. No visions of sugar plums dance in their heads. But people are thinking of merry parties and such, quickly doing tasks so we don't miss too much. The season is special, but the horses don't know. They munch on their hay, safe out of the snow." Jamie finishes her chores and heads on inside to get ready for dinner and her family's yield tide. It's nearly midnight. The carol's her son. She remembers a story told when she was young. how at midnight on each Christmas Eve, the barnyard creatures can speak to us with ease. She's called to the barn. She sauces through the snow. She can't really explain. She knows she must go. She slides open the door and stands there and smiles, then slowly walks down the dimly lit aisle. "'A knicker from Zeus, a soft snort from Red. "'Sweet, gentle Duke gives her a wink. "'Miles wrestles his bedding. "'Donnelly's comes into sight. "'Even Ace gives a greeting as she walks through the night. "'She thought about parties, bright, lit, and warm, "'the ones that we don't go to because we have the barn, "'vacations and holidays that we usually don't get "'because we have animals and chores to be met.' Walking all the way to the end, she stopped to stroke Effie and lingers a while. Effie snuffles her face, hot breath on her skin, and she looks around at the others, her horses, her friends. She could be at parties with laughter and mirth, but where she is right now is the best place on earth. (laughs) Oh, this made me
0: cry. Well, keep the tissues handy. Are you, and I'm going to give everybody five seconds to find tissues.
8: That was so good. Thank you,
0: Carol, for that. And Carol's such a sweetheart. She's been on many cruises with Carol. Oh my
2: gosh, that okay. was so good. Like, I kept waiting for the punchline. I'm like, it's just beautiful.
0: Well, the next one is from our friend Allie, who we've heard a couple from this year. But this one, I'm going to give everybody five seconds to get tissues. There is nobody in the audience that will not need tissues for this, and especially Jamie. <laughs> so we're going to follow it up with some fun ones. But uh, Allie, this, I have to say, I sent this to my bosses at Equine Network to kind of explain to them why podcasts are so special and why Hidam is so special. This is what I sent them.
8: Hey, guys, this is Allie from Utah. Uh, this one's a little serious, but I just wanted to say thank you for giving us something that can help us through the hard days. And the horses have traded their coats for warm rocks. Both warm bloods and ponies kick snow as they run. Barn doors shut tightly to keep out the storm. With Christmas approaching, it's hard to stay warm. Our horses huddle closely, and though we know they're safe from harm, we can feel we're growing guilty for not trekking to the barn. We curl up and listen to our favorite show. And know that our burdens will lift as we go. So please don't feel guilty for not braving the snow. Cause Jamie and Glenn help us not feel alone. Now it's getting dark too early. Too cold to ride by 5pm. Of all the things that winter's taking... At least we still have h r n through the podcast in our pockets. May we remember who we are, all the listeners united as those with horses in our hearts. Although we are freezing and warm summer's call, an inventor and driver invite one and all with accents and stories and prizes and news to a family of horse friends we won't ever lose now it's getting dark too early too cold to ride by 5 p.m. of all the things the winter's taking at least we still have hrn Daily horses in the morning Can remind us who we are All the listeners united As those with horses in our hearts So we listen each day With a tireless hope An auditor family To help us feel whole Some people don't get it they don't understand how the hosts of a podcast can be called a friend. Merry Christmas. Aww. <laughs> what a
2: voice,
0: too. I know, but isn't that one special?
2: That was awesome. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, you have me teared up on that one, Ellie. Every time I hear it. <laughs> Aww. It's It's what we say about podcasts. They're different. They're special. You feel f- close to the people. You feel like you're the host of your friends, and she just said it all with that one. Allie, well done. All of yours were well done this year, Ellie. Jenny sent in a poem.
9: Good morning, everyone. This is Jenny from California, wishing all the Horses in the Morning Crew a very Merry Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas when all through Chad and Jamie's house, not a horse or human stirred, not even a mouse. The horses were snoozing, bedded down with great care, in hopes that come morning a sugar cube would be there. When out in the pasture, there arose such a clatter, Jamie and Chad sprang out of bed to see what was the matter. And then in a twinkling, they heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of a certain mustang's hoof. His eyes, how they twinkled, his whinnies so merry. The cold December air made his coat soft and hairy. He looked down with glee at the dumbstruck, shocked faces. Then, from Jamie's tired frown, Damn it, Zeus! Get down!
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's probably the only thing he hasn't done, actually. (laughs) That was Jenny. Thank you, Jenny, for that.
2: Somewhere, Zeus just said,
0: "Challenge accepted." <laughs> <laughs> Zeus has been and the what's hit this year.
2: <laughs> is Chad walked up as that was happening, and he heard something about Zeus, and he just rolled that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Zeus has been the number one topic for well, that and Farm Boy for the songs this year. We have two more songs for you. I have a lot more, but we'll play the rest next week. So, Laurie sent this one in.
4: Hi, Jamie and Glenn. It's Lori here in Michigan. And I have to warn you, my talents do not lie in singing. Like, can you spell flat? But I have to honor my second favorite Mustang after Firefly. So here goes. <laughs> Zeus the magic Mustang never met any harm. Even when his antics nearly destroyed the farm. Jamie's other horses always look on aghast. Zeus beyond the fence, stuffing his face with grass. Then one snowy Christmas day, Chad came out to say, Zeus, get loose, you'll have cooked your goose, you won't get any hay. Zeus then thought it over, he knew it was an idle threat. So he stamped his hoof, he flew to the roof, said fence me, but I bet you can't. Merry Christmas, everybody! (laughs)
0: Scooter's gonna be so upset. Other years it's been all Scooter songs. This year he's been replaced. Your
2: Obviously. horse is too good. That's the problem. You need a little drama. Like that's what Zeus lives for, is a little flair. <laughs> Just a little flair. Wants some attention.
0: We're well, gonna have to play all these songs for him. I think he'll appreciate it. Uh, Lisa sends his
2: head. I don't need to tell him.
0: Lisa sends one in every year and she did not disappoint.
1: Hey maybe I'll ride my horse Maybe I'll take a course Maybe I'll get a dog Maybe I'll take them both to a school and show Me I'll never go pro Maybe I'll muck the barn Maybe I'll spin some yarn Maybe I'll sell my junk Maybe I'll just get drunk on old wine. Me, I'll be just broken happy. It's like a H.R.N. Christmas. I'm barely getting through my first world equestrian problems, but still I won't let it bring me down. I'll be broken, and happy It's like a and Christmas I'm barely getting through my first rule equestrian problems <laughs> But still I won't let it bring me down drive maybe I'll borrow scooter, maybe I'll hit daylight tack maybe I'll go for a quick hack me I will go on maybe I'll become a vet maybe I'll just go into debt maybe I'll make some hay maybe I'll meet a farm boy and make him mine me, I'll be broken happy. It's like a HRN Christmas. I'm barely getting through my first world equestrian problems, but still, I won't let it bring me down. <laughs> I'll
2: be broken happy. Barely getting to my first world equestrian problems. <laughs> Love it. I'll get a
0: farm boy and keep him.
2: <laughs> get my own farm boy.
0: Yeah. That was Lisa. Well, apparently
2: mine quit last night, so <laughs> that one for availability.
0: Lisa, that was terrific. And apparently we needed to do tagline. We are called the voice of the horse world. That's the tagline for Horse Radio Network. We just need to change it to Broken Happy. <laughs> <laughs> That was a catchy one. Uh, So thank you all for submitting your entries. We have more to play next week. If you haven't heard yours yet, don't worry. We have time. We're going to get them in. Uh, But uh, the (laughs) last-minute entries were really good. So uh, what do you say we do some really bad ads? And we're going to hear more entries because all of these ads are going to be read by our listeners. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but
6: hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. well, it's a laissez-faire, let the buyer beware. Horse trading. they tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. well, if the are talkin' in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuadin'. Horse trading.
0: That's right. It is time for really bad ads. That time of the week when we take ads that are submitted by our listeners, we usually read them and have a good time, but there were so many submitted by listeners and all of those people get double the entries into the WinTech saddle drawing next Wednesday. So you all have double the entries and whether you send in an ad or not, or we didn't get to your ad, you're all entered. Okay. So, you know, if we didn't get to reading your ad, then you're entered anyway. So don't worry about that. Uh, but we have a lot of them. You want to hear some of
2: them? Yes, I'm dying to, This is like the most entertaining for me show
0: ever. <laughs> I know. They're finally entertaining us. Uh, Brooklyn sent this one in.
10: I found this ad on North Alabama horses, and it reads, NASCARella nice space, comma, space, registered trail safe with lots of miles, comma. And the picture is of a horse standing near a tree line tacked up. But it's also very blurry.
2: Thanks. Y'all have a good day. <laughs> is, is that an accent she put on her? Is that really her? No, that's really that her. She's like from her. Alabama.
0: So.
2: <laughs> oh, God love her. Give her two for that one because that was fantastic. I want to hear more from her. Who was that?
0: That was Brooklyn. Oh, uh, Brooklyn. Love you. Alicia is a regular contributor.
10: This is Alicia Kay, and I have another really bad ad coming to you from Facebook. Horses in the Central Texas area, and I'll try to do a southern accent. Yeah. This is Rex. He's a 13-3 <laughs> hand gilded, 4-year-old, no spook, stands great when tight, and for farrier, very in your pocket type. Easiest horse I've ever owned to catch, comes right up to you. Would make a great horse for any intermediate kids needing a faster horse for speed events. Or just a chill trail pony. He's not for beginning, because sometimes when feeling his oats, he'll give a crow hop. But honestly, that may go away with someone riding him more. Located in Athens, Texas. So he's actually pretty cute. He's chestnut with a blaze. I just thought it was funny that, you know, speed events or chill trail, crow hopping. Um, someone kind of needs him, though. I can send him the pictures. He's pretty darn cute. <laughs>
4: No
2: soul. (laughs) Listen, I'll tell you my favorite part of that whole thing. This is Rex. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that tickled me. This is Rex.
0: (laughs) By the way, Alicia, you definitely get triple the entries for that uh, accent. Well done. This is Rex. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Michelle sent in a couple. I had to pick one, so this is the one I picked.
10: Hi, this is Michelle
11: Fuentes, and I'm here with a really bad ad. This is from the Michigan Horses Facebook group. This is Evil. I have to sell him due to no fault of his own. He is at the top of the pecking order right now. Evil is a thoroughbred, and he is not easily scared, as he is used to being on the track with loud noises. It does take him a minute to warm up to everything, but once he does, he's a great horse. $1,000 or best offer. I know that Glenn loves a good horse name that is a bad horse name, and I thought this guy named Evil fit the bill. Hope you guys that? have a great day.
0: Who names their horse evil?
2: I mean, is it supposed to be ironic? Said so they were like, he's not afraid of anything. Yeah.
0: yeah. Or he's just really evil. <laughs> Our theory always been they live up to their name. So maybe $1,000 is too much for that one. You might have to give that one away. Chantelle sent this one in. I think she takes a minute to get started here. Chantelle's a slow starter. I can say that because I worked with her for a lot of years.
7: (laughs) Hi, Jamie and Glenn. This is Chantel in Pennsylvania, and I have a really bad ad for you. It's actually more funny than bad, but here you go. ISO, I need a small horse for a small adult amateur, dot, dot. Nothing solid that takes up your leg. She has no leg. Nothing sensitive and forward, as she is both. Looking for an all-around type. Lower level dressage trail, small local hunter shows. Should be quiet off property, preferably without drugs. Amy <laughs> will be doing enough herself. Prefer gelding? Amy is not. Must have both leads readily and an easy canter. Nothing older than 12. Amy is 46.
0: Budget to suit. Thanks. What does budget to suit mean?
2: I haven't. I, it, it's like the first half of a sentence that they didn't finish. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Budget to suit what his training, your right. budget, right. what you
0: have in your account. I don't know. And I kind of figure, feel that everybody's budget's a little different, so it uh, doesn't make a lot of sense. But uh, thank you, Chantel, for sending that in. Merry Christmas, my friend. Uh, Carrie sent this one in.
3: Hi, everybody. This is Carrie in Vermont with a really bad and also
0: really. Now, this one's really long, but you have to stay to the end because Uh, there there is a (laughs) punchline.
3: A long ad. This is from a Facebook group, Everything Horse in Vermont, New Hampshire. I do apologize, it's really long, but uh, you'll see why I felt the need to read it as we're going through. Here goes. This is a tough decision, but I was given advice to do what's best for my boy, dot, 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 dot. Please read fully. Pictures will be attached. No videos available of him. Rock. Gilding, 11 years old. May 4th, 2011. Don't know real birth date, but dentist said he had aged up around May by the looks of his teeth. Stands approximately 15.2 to 15.3 H. Never measured, but my mare is 14.2, and he looks to be about 1.0 H taller. No (laughs) papers, but is a mix of American, German, and French from what I know of. He's going to tell the truth about this boy 100%. I've ridden him Western, but not English, as I don't like it. He is a smarty pants, and he, all caps, likes to have a scheduled time, be put inside and let out of his stall. He also has an attitude like German, English, and French people. If you give him attitude, he will give it back, and if you ask nice, he might do be in the mood to do something he is asked to do. In your pocket, dog-like horse will follow if asked, no lead in a fenced-in area, One blue eye needs front shoes no matter what, when ridden, he is short in front. He has been ridden three times, not fully trained by any means, Rider ridden by a trainer for assessment by me twice on the road, no spook when cars went by, but a bunch of but when a branch hit my helmet unexpectedly, he jumped a little and I was not prepared. Very bad, buddy sour, all caps. Can't be with another horse as he gets attached and will go through any fence no matter what and get injured without care. Not a joke, I have seen it. Needs a trainer or someone with time for him. Has no manners for boundaries, but have been working on patience and he is getting there today. He waiting till I tied up his food for once. Then when I said, okay, he started to eat, has a cough from time to time, but has been checked by a vet and was given the all clear, no health problems, no buck, no bite has not been put around kids, but has been around dogs most of his life and isn't scared or mean to them as he thinks he is a dog. I have fired off a gun once before to scare off a bear nearby. And he didn't seem too worried about the sound (laughs) of the gun MP38. Doesn't know much of anything when saddled up. He just sits and doesn't know what is being asked of him, which is why he needs a home with time or a trainer. Will do anything for food, especially go somewhere carrots and apples are his favorite. Then goes on to list his farrier, trainer, dentist, and vet. Can bring him to a new home depending on distance, but if too far, he will have to be picked up. Anyone interested, I will need to meet and see where he will be going as I'm picky and scared about him going to a new home. Also, the horse is going to be picky. Also, will allow people to come and take a look at him and see him work in the round pen in person before buying if he will cooperate and work with me about it depending on whether and what day. Asking, open hand, emoji, zero emoji, zero emoji, zero emoji. Yes, that's right. $5,000 is what they're asking for this, um, wonderful horse, uh, prefer him to go to a forever home with no intention of rehoming afterwards can also have vet records if interested. Okay. So, uh, anyone wants to go pick him up for $5,000, I can tell you where he is.
0: There's a lot going on there. And, and also, like, I will work the horse, you know, if he wants to. If he wants to. If he doesn't want to that day, you're not going to get to see him.
2: And you might not be good <laughs> enough because he might not like you. We'll find out. Stand by.
0: Kyra, this is a person who, was that a male or female wrote that, you think?
2: Oh, that was a chick.
0: Yeah, and she does not stop talking. Any guy that's dated any amount of time has dated that girl. And she does not stop the entire night. Yeah. I'm nervous talk, so I get it.
12: (laughs) From Arizona Horses and Everything Equine, howdy guys and galls. This is my first time posting in this group, but enjoy all the content that is posted every day. I've most definitely learned so much. Looking at (laughs) Purchasing my first horse and getting ready to try and start practicing roping. Below is a horse that I'm looking at currently. The owner told me that he purchased him from someone at the res and he's a quarter cross. Just wanted to post to see what maybe you guys thought he might be crossed with. He is said to be three years old and been ranched on the past year. Thanks okay. in advance for any help you may can provide. This is only a informational post. Thanks. And then some of the comments are, this is not a horse I would buy. I'd run. And then somebody said, I was thinking the same. Then we have, this is a Gelden. Looks like, just like a Mustang I had. He looks like every other horse I've been going across the four corners. Save money for a good, healthy horse. Definitely a no-go. Yeah, that's about it.
0: Well, we have to uh, This apo- has
12: been Hannah from Arizona. It's fun here.
0: Okay. I,
2: have to-
12: <laughs> I had. <laughs>
2: Is
0: that how they talk in Arizona? You live there. I don't know. Live
12: she
2: lives there. <laughs> she put on an accent. No, I don't recognize that. I feel like it was a very non-regional diction when I lived in Arizona.
0: <laughs> I'm going to apologize for a couple of things after the last couple of ads. Everybody that's French, German, uh, lives in Arizona— Uh, and anybody from the South, we need to apologize to you all after this. It's one that I had. This is That's how she hears it in her head. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Now we have a Katie. Hey guys,
13: this is Katie from Vermont. I wanted to share an ad I found on Craigslist. It says, small saddle, $50. Perfect. That's in my budget. Needs minor repairs, so please examine the photos carefully and I will do my best to answer questions as they come in. Would be great to use on a barrel horse. Ah, even better, my daughter's looking for a new barrel saddle. Let's check this thing out. It's a beautiful black saddle with these shiny nail studs all around the outside of it. This saddle has the shiniest, slickest seat I've ever seen and a pretty much non-existent cantle. My daughter's going to love turning and burning around those barrels with this thing. Her butt's going to be flying faster than the horse. It has no stirrups or stirrup fenders. I'm sure we could figure that out. And this random strap attached to it that has a buckle that probably doesn't belong, but we'll figure it out. Can't wait to share this with my daughter. Thanks.
0: just going to slide right off at the first barrel. <laughs> I just like her
2: commentary as she's reading <laughs>
0: All right. Last one for the year. This is the last really bad ad for 2022. And it was submitted by Kelly. Can't believe I just said that. This year's just flown by. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. This
11: is Kelly in Minnesota. And this is a really bad ad from here. It says package deal horse and trailer $3,500. Here's what it says. I'm selling my sweet 25-year-old mare in excellent condition and a two-horse bumper pole trailer full of tack as a package deal. Everything you would need plus lots of extras. Enough tack for four horses. Good home, a must. Now only asking $3,500. Great deal. I started to paint the trailer, but not finished. The horse is a registered solid paint. Very easy keeper. No health issues. Up to date on shots. Coggins. Teeth are good. Farrier was out last week. Feel free to ask any questions. What I love about this so much is that, like, the blending between the horse and the trailer. It is a half-painted trailer, and the horse is a paint. And the horse is in excellent condition. Like, (laughs) oh, And there's enough tack for four horses, but there's only one horse, but it's a two-horse trailer. The whole thing just makes me so happy. And the pictures are horrible. (laughs) It was like the horse's butt, the horse tied to a pole, the back half of the horse, the front half of the horse, the horse far away in a field. And then there is a picture of the trailer that they started painting, which just looks like it's been tagged with some white spray paint. (laughs) The whole
8: thing is awesome.
0: Thanks. That's funny. Well, there you go. I
2: I did just look at Craigslist real quick because then I started getting interested in what was going on around here. And I did find a Christmas special. Oh, yeah. What's that? that? Yeah. Well, it's a ranch mare and she's for sale for $3,800. And uh, the title of the article is Christmas Special. And uh, it's a picture of a horse standing in dead grass and he's kind of far away. (laughs) Buttercup. Is a 12-year-old mare. No no punctuation. Stands around 14, two hands tall and thick. Buttercup is broke like one should be with a fancy handle. Buttercup has been used to ride around the ranch, knows the barrels and poles, and would make a good starter horse. Ready for it? Mm. Buttercup (laughs) would be suitable for anyone to ride, and she can go in any direction. Don't miss your chance to own a nice little mare,
0: Buttercup.
2: <laughs> What's her name, Glenn?
0: I, I think it's Buttercup.
2: I don't know. I can't remember.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, Like lots of Christmas tree emojis all through it. Oh, what a deal. Cool. And by the way, if she's like super good at all the things, maybe post pictures of her doing things. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, that's it oh, for Really Bad Ads have... for 2022. Thank you all for the thousands of ads you've submitted and probably the thousands of ads we've read. Well, uh, and
2: thanks to Horse Lovers for giving away thousands of dollars in prizes. prizes and, yes. and yeah, we we oh, seriously can't do can't do this without the listeners it just doesn't matter without no, you guys right.
0: so we appreciate you listening we're going to have an after show for the auditors we're just going to talk about our must see movies every every christmas season and then we will have a full week of shows for you next week and then we'll be on break uh, until 2023 and how about a little templeton thompson to take us out today
2: of course <laughs>
0: Well that was Templeton Thompson. Hey auditors. I don't have the auditor bumper queued up. I'm sorry. We'll just go into the post show with well,
2: embarrassing. It. Come on, I get know. it together. Well, you know how many sound what files job. I had
0: to get together for today. There's a lot. Um so anyway, um we said we promised that we would talk today about uh what our must see movies are. I have three of them. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first?
2: Go, go. I know what you're going to say. I
0: know. You've heard it every year. So, Elf has to be top on the list. You know, we, we always watch Elf every year. And uh, I don't know. I just love Elf. Um, then, well, I actually have four. The Santa Claus is another one. The first one. The first Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you I, seen
2: the third one with Martin Short?
0: Yeah. And have you started watching The Clauses? That's the t- the TV series this year based on The Santa Claus? no know? yeah so it's been pretty good actually i think it's on disney it might be on disney or netflix i can't remember which but it's called the clauses and it's actually a series where he tries to retire as santa and the family oh. moves out of the north pole and i it,
2: haven't seen that no. yeah it, i we did lucas likes that show it's so, a the
0: series so i'll have yeah. to put him on that but the first one we watch every year it's tradition to watch home alone i think it's just is that on everybody's list you know, world. it would
2: not have been on mine, but Lucas loves it.
0: Really, you wouldn't have yeah. it on
2: yours. I mean,
0: now, I'm talking the first really. one. I think the other ones were just copies. of <laughs> yeah, 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 everything was yeah. just a copy. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
2: it's it's good. Like I like it now that I watch my kid watch it. Yeah, he but probably I, loves it. I have it. a really traumatic memory of Home Alone in the theater.
0: Oh, really? and this is
2: <laughs> yes, and that's probably why I don't like watching it. This is really, <clears throat> it's kind of embarrassing. Oh, the hell! So I'm sitting in the movie.
0: Let me write down the timestamp in case I have to cut this out.
2: You're not gonna have to cut this out. It's fine. Stop editing me.
0: (laughs) So I'm watching the movie. Editing you. And
2: and and my parents. I think my parents were going through a divorce, and like, my I think my mom had been like, "Get the hell out of the house and take the kids with you." So for some reason, I end up at home alone. With my dad and my two brothers and I, and and we're above the age to be going to youthful Christmas movies, okay? Especially with my dad. So we're watching the movie, and the whole and and all, all we're all like, what the? Fuck? Why are we watching this movie? Like we're just wait. So i like, but dad, like we're way too old for this. We don't really know what's going on at home, like whatever. And we get to the end of the movie. Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it. The old man's kids come home. And I don't know why.
0: Oh, my God. I didn't think about that in this context. Oh, my God. I lost it.
2: Like (laughs) ugly crying in this movie during this part where the kids come home and hug the dad.
0: Oh, my God.
2: And I start bawling. And this is a full theater. My brother stands up leans over and starts pointing at me. Are you crying? Are you crying in Home Alone? Oh my God, I can't believe you're crying in this stupid ass kids movie. What the hell is wrong with you? All of that. That is what happened to me when I went to see Home Alone in the theater. All right,
0: I give you absolution for not liking Home Alone.
2: Still cry if it comes on. (laughs)
0: Your son's probably going Why are you crying
2: Yes and he's like mom seriously It's like not sad He's like it's good it's not sad <laughs> I was like, the
5: He's like the
2: child and then a Paul, and then a I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me I just lose it every time During that movie You know what telling this story Because I don't think I've ever told that story before I'm putting it all together now I've never heard
0: it <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm connecting the dots.
0: <laughs> and I kind of feel like your husband and I are the two people that have heard most of the stories. I think. <laughs>
2: I don't think I've ever told that story. <laughs> well, now that, that
0: kind of explains it, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at your misery, but that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: okay. It was a long time ago, and I've grown up. I've got my own kid now. It's fine. Speaking <laughs> of
0: kids' shows, you know this. It's the one we watch every Christmas Eve for the le- since we were well, since it came out in like the early nineties. So which is it? Do you remember?
2: It's got to be Love actually.
0: No, no, but I do like Love actually. But no, every Christmas Eve we watch the Muppet Christmas Carol.
2: Oh, I should have known. Every Christmas guy.
0: Eve we watch the Muppet Christmas Carol. The one year it wasn't on TV, so we couldn't find it this before streaming, and we had to go buy it cuz <laughs> it's the only way we could watch it. So yeah, the Muppet Christmas Carol, we watch it every Christmas Eve regardless. Wow, okay. That's our that's our that's our uh guilty pleasure. But you want we an, another
2: mo- one of my most embarrassing moments ever in my entire life? Yeah.
0: Did it involve Muffets?
2: No. Oh. <laughs> it involves my in-laws. Okay.
0: Are you, so uh, I, let me write the timestamp down on this one in case I have to cut no. it. No.
2: <laughs> yeah, you might. Uh, so I was uh w- w- I don't know what was going on, but I I'd come to Oklahoma for Christmas one year to bring uh, Lucas to Christmas. I think, and Chad was yeah, you were deployed. living in Arizona then, yeah. Yeah, I was living in Arizona, and I came to Oklahoma, and Chad was deployed, and they were like, "Just come for Christmas," and I was like, "Okay, cool," because I was going to be by myself with the kid otherwise. So, I. Come on, And they're like, okay, well, you know, what Christmas movies do we want to watch? Let's get all in the spirit. And I was like, oh, I've got this great movie called Love Actually. You and I just talked about it on the show. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to show you guys Love Actually. They, they were like, we've never heard of it. I'm like, it's a British movie. It's super good. But I had only watched the made-for-TV version <laughs> of Love Actually. Now, let me paint a picture. My father-in-law has never had a drink in his life. Never swears. No cussing. Been married I to met my mother in law for fifty <laughs> something years. As proper my mother in law, she's a homemaker. She's a wonderful one at that. This is what they do. This is the life that they live. They take care of their grandchildren, their great grandparents. Yeah, I mean, he was a
0: nice guy when I met him that night for dinner. He's super, super nice. nice guy. Yep.
2: Really innocent. Yep. So I I get the I'm like we're at Walmart and they have like in the 5 dollar section love actually and i was like oh well look we'll get it i'll just get it we'll watch the dvd totally did not know that they simulate sex in the part with the cute little couple who are basically stand-ins for porn stars in the movie and it comes on and i was like oh god oh god oh god what oh god oh god what is going on was your I- I son didn't know there it did- no, I, but I, I he'd already gone to bed, thank God. Because I was like, she's naked. He's pumping on her, like... Oh my God. And I turned to my father-in-law and he's just like, what? And Chad says notoriously that anytime they would watch a movie that had cussing or inappropriate, his dad would always walk in at that exact moment. So I was like, I'm not the only person that has embarrassed myself in front of him while watching something, but I specifically bought this beautiful Christmas movie. And I'm like, Oh God, I didn't know about that. I've only seen the lifetime version. <laughs> Think about how dirty that, and it progressively gets worse as it goes. Like they start as like the oh, we're just standing here in our clothes, and then at the end he's like gripping up her boobs and like all the things. And I was like, oh, I recommended this is a Christmas movie to basically
0: Jesus. Did you show him Die Hard next? Was that the next one you showed him? Uh, th- at least there's no nudity in that one.
2: Good lord! I was like, oh my god, they're simulating a porno movie, which I guarantee you,
0: he doesn't even know what a porno is. Like, oh, Jesus. How are you still in the family?
2: I don't know, but my palms are sweating right now. That is the evidence of an embarrassment. Okay, Let
0: me guess, Love Actually is on your list for top uh, must-see. I love you. this movie! I love it! Uh, is your son old enough to see it yet? No, 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 (laughs)
6: no. no, no. All right,
0: what's your list? Uh,
2: So, I mean, we we start with Elf and usually end with Elf. I I did all the media for Elf when it came out and got to interview Will Ferrell. And and when it was happening, yeah, it was awesome. So, I I mean, I was back when I was... You know, in radio, and and it, it was great. We got to go to a screening of it, and I was like, "This is the bomb!" I I never thought it would take on the life that it did, and it's definitely a part of our family. Um, now that I went to that leg lamp thing, I'm going to have to watch a Christmas story. I have myself never through gotten through it. Oh man, it's tough. And um, there's a new it, one,
0: you know. There's a follow up came out this year with all the original oh cast.
2: I loved that Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, by the way, with Kevin Bacon. I thought that was fantastic. I don't
0: care who you are. I know. I have to give it another try, I guess.
2: Um, I the an- Another one that I love, and this is just a movie I love year-round, but it has such a Christmas theme, is a movie with Sandra Bullock. It's die called hard. While You Were Sleeping. <laughs> Not Die Hard. She was in Speed. While You Were Sleeping. it's oh, a, uh, Do you one. know that movie? No, huh? It's a story she's like, she works in a toll booth and, and this guy walks through all the time and she's just like totally infatuated with him, but like decent. And he falls out on the tracks and she saves him. And then when she goes to the hospital, some mix up ensues where they think that she's his fiance, and then the family comes in and it's a it's a christmas story like because it happens on christmas day it, was it on, sounds home. like every
0: lifetime movie ever made yes it
2: <laughs> really does which by the way we should cover lifetime movies with the titles <laughs>
0: google that real quick. maybe we all should maybe we should each watch a lifetime christmas movie and report on it because i have never um, watched a full one. i
2: watched one that was on netflix and i didn't know it was a like a li- and i was like this is Carpet. what did i watch i have to remember but then there's two new ones that i I talked about last year that came out and i don't know where you can find them but one is called arthur christmas and it's a story about a santa and like it's like a generational thing we watched
0: that because of you it's so good
2: and then the the one that is okay again another ugly cry but like totally worth it is the movie it's called klaus k-l-a-u-s find that it's animated it's freaking wonderful it is so great and if that doesn't put you in the christmas spirit and make you love your friends and your family and all that oh my gosh i love it so it's called klaus k-l-a-u-s definitely watch that watch that one
0: all right. So good. So there's your suggestions. You guys have a lot to watch, and uh, you need to find the clauses. That's one you can watch with your son, too.
2: The clauses. I got to Google yeah. yeah. it.
0: now. So, you, yeah, you need to watch that. Now, you know, one of the episodes was a little slow, but it got you to the next episode. So I think there's six or eight total uh, episodes. But
2: yeah.
0: Is it like a TV show? It's a TV show. I, let me see where... It, th-
2: it says the Santa clauses.
0: Yeah, that's it. Okay. Six so
2: episodes. Does it
0: say where... Netflix. Netflix. All right, there you go. The Santa Claus is Netflix. It's a follow up to to all of the, the movies. So Scott Calvin is back. So
2: okay, good. Go, so he wasn't replaced with I, I, like he was in Bud Light Year.
0: <laughs> no, Tim Allen actually does this one. So yeah, you're definitely going to want to see it. Check it out. Okay. All right. Klaus
2: uh, is on. I think <coughs> Paramount Plus.
0: Oh, okay. I get that now. Okay. We're, that's in our rotation. We keep rotating every couple months, and then watch everything we want to watch, and then cancel it and do do the next service.
2: And then wait till they give you like in the three months. Okay, if yeah. you come back, we'll give you three months <laughs> yes. free. I'm yes. on it. And Chad's yes. like, I can't keep up with all this. I'm like, don't worry, I can. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: got
2: this. This is what I was. See, that's for. Was why I'm on an FBI kick
0: because I want to get. Uh, we want to switch to the next one. and I got to get through all of these five thousand <laughs> episodes. So, all right, everybody, it's been fun having you along. Thank you, auditors, for everything you do for us. We really appreciate it. Take care, everybody.
2: All right, bye.